Hi, and welcome to Claiming Zero, the podcast about living child-free with Dallas. Are you guys open about that when you, when you guys talk? Like you said, your family kind of all struggle with, with varying yeah. degrees of that. And Vanessa. Do you feel like it's accepted where you're at? Or is it more like people still questioning your choice? Shall we begin? Welcome back to our episode of Claiming Zero. This week, we're super excited. We have a special guest. Don't worry, it's still me, Dallas, and Vanessa here. Hey, hey. And our special guest today, joining us all the way from Iowa, we have Michaela. Hey. Thank you for having me. Of course. Why don't you start by just telling everyone a little bit about yourself? Let's see. It's kind of a complicated question. But um, (laughs) I am 32 years old. I'm married. I live in Iowa with my husband and my dog. Um, I'm an army brat, though, so I'm not really from anywhere. So I don't, like, have a home. (laughs) (laughs) I I totally feel you on that. You are, too? Yes, my dad was in the Air Force, so I tell people, like, I went to a different school every two years till I went to high school. Yeah. yeah, I moved my senior year of high school. So <gasps> yeah. <laughs> so I ended up in Kansas my senior year of high school. And I've kind of been stuck in the Midwest ever since. So but my family's from the Midwest. Like my parents grew up in the Midwest. So it kind of oh. worked out. <laughs> and so what what landed you in Iowa? Um, my husband's job. So he okay. is an industrial engineer um, for Hormel Foods. So we move all the time with Hormel. This is our third location. Oh, wow. So, oh, so you're yeah. still moving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I'm one of the only like spouses that seems to be like, okay, cool. Let's move. <laughs> Honestly, no. I'm so used to it. <laughs> it's the military brat in you. I was just telling my boyfriend yeah. that because we literally just moved this weekend. Not anywhere fancy. Mm-hmm. We moved like up the street in Vegas, but... <laughs> we were packing and moving and he's like how are you just like he goes you've now just turned all these places into home and I'm like it's the military yeah. brat in me like just give you me a break unpack now. really quick <laughs> yeah that's awesome so yeah. yeah now I guess moving around a lot even as a as a kid and then of course as an adult now um you're obviously child free which is why you're here so mm-hmm. has any of that had anything to do at all with the kind of choice you're making right now no I don't think so I mean maybe because I grew up moving around that I've never obviously I didn't love moving my senior year of high school but besides that I loved I liked it as a kid I guess yeah I don't know I don't see it as like a bad childhood which I a lot of people like freak out when they like hear that like (laughs) I didn't go to the same school and I've lived in like 20 different houses and like people don't understand that because I have like no attachment to a house or anything like that that makes sense okay so then let's just go to why do you feel like you're child free like do do you remember like was there a moment or was it kind of like I've always felt this way well I haven't always felt this way okay when me and my husband got married we like legitimately were gonna get married and have kids eventually and then like every time we talk about it (laughs) 
we'd be yeah. like no I don't think so like not right now no no and then eventually like the last maybe two years we've kind of just like been like okay we kind of need to figure this out because he's 33 I'm about to be 33 and I also have endometriosis um so we need to like know <laughs> like if we want to do this and we both like like we just don't have that desire I guess so we've never like fully closed the door, but we finally were like, I think we just need to like say we aren't gonna have kids instead of doing this wishy-washy thing and then being like, we don't know. And then, yeah, so it was always complicated. And the other thing for me is I have a lot of friends who have struggled with like infertility and them talking about like their longing for a baby. I've never felt that. So I had a really hard time like relating to them. And that started making me think like, maybe I don't want one. <laughs> I don't know. And like, I just could not relate to it at all. No, that's, that's, I like, I honestly, I love that because it's not, it's not a cut and dry moment where you said, nope, that's it. I'm, I'm a hard pass on the kids. Like it was something where you just weren't sure. And over time yeah. it became a thing that you just, said all right this is it like let's keep moving forward the way we are and the way things are together and we're good with that that's really awesome yeah and we're both open like if one of us came together and was like I've changed my mind I really want a baby we would have that discussion but I think we're so like on the fence that like if he came to me and said he wanted it I would be like okay like it'd be okay like we just we don't think we actually want to do it (laughs) That sounds very similar to my situation. We both are like on the fence. We're fence centers. So I've told Dallas on the podcast before, if he were to be like, I really want a child, I'd be like, well, let's talk about it, you know? So I totally get that. And that's a thing like for people out there, especially women, I think when you're single and you're a fence sitter, you're like, I don't know, maybe I'm going to end up with someone who's like hardcore, wants to have like a soccer team, or maybe I end up with someone similar minded. Was it something you talked about when you dated or just came yeah. up after marriage? We always thought we were going to have kids. Okay. <laughs> like that was always the plan until like every time we would talk about it, we would always, every time we'd be like, no, not right now. As soon as like the kids were gone, we'd be like, oh my gosh, that wasn't <laughs> that fun. And so <laughs> then we were like, I don't think we're meant for that. Do you have a big family? Like, do you have a lot of siblings? Are you an aunt or anything? Um, I, so I have one sibling and my husband has one sibling, but his, so a lot of what made us start talking about this is his brother just had a baby um, and it's his little brother. So a lot of people started asking us questions because we've been together for a really long time and been married for six years and people are starting to wonder. That leads us kind of into how we found you. So you had posted about Post it on your Instagram, which by the way, I love your bio where you're like, I'm child free, living my best Elwood's life. It's so funny. So I just change that. I change it all the time because I'm like, what what am I doing? <laughs> that's that's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> no, I love it. But the you made it you made a post um 
a couple like a couple weeks ago about yeah. you know and I don't know if you posted before that but that's when we saw about you being child free and how like talk mm-hmm. about that what made you want to post that and then for those who haven't seen it like what was the essence of that post so that post um I don't remember exactly what I said in it but I've been listening to a podcast and there were four child free women in their 30s and one was like struggling with infertility and then like other ones had decided not to have kids and they were just talking about the different dynamics of it and there were so many like different viewpoints on it and I had never really heard it from all different perspectives I guess I like don't see very many women especially my age I don't know talking about it I guess that's how we find a lot of people that that we bring on as as guests and interview is because there's been a couple guests they've said, I've, it's not really like a huge part of my life, but I know that I'm child-free. And so every now and then, you know, they'll make a post about it just to make it visible. And that's kind of what we're trying to do by doing this. And I know there's a lot of other really great podcasts out there by child-free women and child-free people that are just trying to make a little bit of a community because it's just starting to really become a bit more of a norm and we're starting to see yeah. more statistics and we're seeing more things in the news about it. And you're like, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm getting there and, and I'm okay and comfortable sharing about it because not everyone is. And I think it's great to have whether you've got close friends or just a community online that you can, you know, find some support in. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of why I posted it is just to not let others feel alone. Cause every time I've posted maybe four or five times total and it, I I don't even know if I've posted that many times about it, but every time I get either comments or messages into my inbox from people like being like relating to it. So it yeah. makes me feel like I should keep talking about it. No, that's awesome. So would you say like in the times you have been like the times you've been forward about it, whether it's on social media or just in your day-to-day life, one of the things we we hear a lot about, we, we were just talking about this in one of our last episodes about like having a support system. Do you feel like it's accepted where you're at or is it more like people still questioning your choice? It's kind of, okay, so it's kind of complicated because I live in a small town in Iowa and it's not normal here. Okay. <laughs> so most of my like child-free friends are not from Iowa there's like people I meet on Instagram um and then the other funny part is my family is kind of weird about it but I have let's see there's four of us who are in our 30s that are all like me my sister my cousins none of us have kids and we all actually uh suffer from either endometriosis PCOS something like that too okay so we haven't been questioned very much I guess by our family because everyone kind of knows we also suffer from that my family seems a little more accepting of it though (laughs) but my family is very catholic Ah. (laughs) one of um our first guests is actually some one of my longtime friends she lives in alabama and she's she's a christian and so she's like right in the heart of the bible belt so she's been and she's known since she was very young and she's like in her mid-20s so she's like, I've got a, like a whole nother decade of just hearing it all the time. So yeah, I definitely. I mean, I I'm from Vegas, Dallas. I live in South Carolina right now, but I'm from Wisconsin. But okay. being, I feel like I'm a little bit different in that I'm also single. 
in my mid thirties. And so I don't get the question or like the pressure of kids. It's more like, you're still single. What's going on? <laughs> so I feel like it would be very different. I'm sure if I were in a relationship, but that I haven't gotten to that check mark yet on the milestones of life. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I think that's really interesting that you bring up the the endometriosis and the PCOS. We spoke with a a guest previously who is dealing with endometriosis. And it's something that Vanessa and I, um, we know very little about. And I think that that just conditions similar to that, as well as different, you know, reasons of being in, in, having infertility, excuse me. um, It's really something that you can't talk about unless you're experiencing it because there's, there's no, there's nothing like experiencing it and living it and having to then have those same conversations of like, well, you're going to have kids. Well, actually I can't, or whatever, you know, whatever is going on. Are you guys open about that? When you, when you guys talk, like you said, your family, you kind of all struggle with, with varying degrees of that. So it's very like normalized in my family to have like total hysterectomies. Um, We just at like I was home a couple weeks ago and my mom and like her siblings and cousins, they were like comparing the size of their cyst that they had. <laughs> so, like wow. it's kind of just I it's kind of normal for my family to have those things, which I feel lucky because it helped me. Like I can like I learned how to handle it really young. Like as soon as like there were signs of it, my mom was like, you probably have this thing. Katie, the child for guests we had who, to, who kind of educated us on it was saying was like, it's, it's painful, right? Mm-hmm. At certain points in time. And so one of the things we asked her was like, do you feel like if you wanted a child, you could even do that between like, not just caring and, and birthing the human, but then the day-to-day like tasks of like, she said she sometimes has to like lay down for like long periods of time. So same question to you. Do you feel like if, again, if your husband came to you and was like, I really want to have a child and you're like, okay, I'm open to that. Given your condition, do you think you could take care of a child? I think I could. My doctor has taught me how to like do this medicine combo situation (laughs) that helps me. I'm only allowed to do it one day a month. But um, that like, I literally feel like it's a day that normally I'd be like out, like laid out in the bathroom sick that I can still function. And she, she just taught me that so that I wouldn't have to miss so many days of work. Now, one of the other things, at least from what we gather from your social media is you're really big on fitness. So yeah. is that something that like, makes that harder? Like it's, does working out make it better or makes it harder? Um, I mean, the hard part is there's like, there's not enough information about endometriosis to really know. I personally think it makes it easier for me, but like my symptoms drastically changed when I changed my lifestyle a lot. Cause I used to love the drive-through and I drink probably a hundred ounces of Dr. Pepper a day. And <laughs> I was super unhealthy and I would get so sick that I'd have to leave work and stuff like that. And once I clean that up a little bit, I feel like I do better, but I still, I mean, it's still there. And I, before the pandemic happened, I was teaching group fitness and personal training and stuff. 
Um, and so sometimes during a group fitness class, I would realize I was having symptoms and I, I would not be teaching so greatly, but I'd be able to like get through it. I don't know. I still think it helps a little bit. So one of the questions we like to ask uh, that when we interview people is what would be different about your life if you had a child? So like right now, stork shows up drops a child on your doorstep what changes in your life do you think you'd still be able to do all your fitness that you keep up with um I would hope so I have friends who do it but I know that their like their workout is very different (laughs) like mine I get to like just go down in my basement and you know do my thing and I my only interruption sometimes is my dog which is rarely still He's pretty lazy, so (laughs) it works out, but like, I don't think I'd be able to have just a nice uninterrupted workout. I was such a caffeine addict. If I was super tired all the time, I'd probably go back to that much caffeine. (laughs) I still like caffeine a lot, but (laughs) I know it would like maximize if I was super tired all the time. Michaela, we just met, but anyone who hears this and knows me is like, is she talking to herself? Because you're literally just like, your past you is me now. I just drink Dr. Pepper oh, really? and go through drive throughs <laughs> and live off caffeine and think I might have a child one day. So tell me, future me, what's it like? <laughs> the one thing I do like about not being addicted to Dr. Pepper is that I don't like have to drop everything like sometimes I would get to like one o'clock if I didn't have a Dr. Pepper I would have to like drop everything in the entire world and figure out how I was going to get a Dr. Pepper my husband used to joke like we need to send you to rehab this is crazy (laughs) and I was like I just need Dr. Pepper and I love getting to not have to do that Um, So one thing that we like to ask is because uh, one of our episodes that we do is talking about different child-free women, past and present. So we were wondering if there was anyone out there, famous or not, that you think is a total badass child-free woman or man, really, I guess. I guess I've never thought about this question, but I don't know. I feel like I end up following a lot of really random child-free people. Um, One person... She's also a fitness girl that I follow. Her name is Angie Belmar. Um, She's not like out saying she's child-free, but she just is child-free. Like she doesn't talk about it or anything, but I love, I love following her because she's like just super fun. And I'm like, that's, I I don't know, like the stuff she does is just fun to me that like, that's why I don't want to have kids because I want to do all that fun stuff. What is your favorite thing about being child-free? So my favorite thing, I was thinking about this because I did listen to some of your podcasts. Woo! Um, I was thinking about this. I think the freedom of like just my day to day, even like that I can decide what time I wake up. I can decide all of those things. And it doesn't, the only other person I have to take into consideration is my husband who can take care of himself for the most part. <laughs> I think that's my favorite part it's not even like that we get to travel or anything like that like and not have to worry about stuff it's just the day-to-day and plus with with what you do for work too just doing doing the fitness and the videos and all that kind of stuff there's there's that bit of freedom to be like you know today we're gonna just mix things up a little bit and kind of take things a different direction and just that freedom to make a different decision 
in how your day-to-day is going is is definitely a nice one I work a nine to five but there's still that even after work there's still that freedom that I enjoy myself as well so I totally get that I love it. Well, Michaela, you've been so easy to talk to and you've been like, so like, I feel like, again, I feel like we're bonded in our military lifestyle. And I know I didn't know that before. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, Anything you want to add, anything you want to encourage, maybe if there is by chance, I mean, you know, Dallas and I are making it big time. So one day there's going to be a girl in Iowa who hears this and maybe she's sitting in her basement feeling like there's no one else. What would you say to her? Um, I guess I would probably, the biggest thing that has come from all of this is knowing, like listening to my gut and like not feeling like I needed to do anything based on other people's thoughts or feelings or whatever it was. Because I'm gonna be honest, I did that with my wedding. I like took other people's things in and I don't look back on my wedding as like the greatest day of my life. So with this, I'm like totally listening to my gut and I don't know, it's gonna pay off to be the way I want my life to be. Yeah, Absolutely. that's incredible. No, that's awesome because you you seem like a very gentle person. Like I know we kind of just met and it's all virtual, but I feel like you're that friend when we're like, hey, we're all going to go to Nebraska. And then we change our minds and go, just kidding. We're going to go to Chicago and you really don't want to go. You go anyway. Like you seem yeah, like that probably. friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm super introverted despite being so like out on my social media too so there's that too and I have my little mouse voice if people do want to see you tell them where they can find you because I didn't I didn't shout out your Instagram when I when I introduced you so my Instagram is tailored to fitness t-a-y-l-o-r-d the number two fitness perfect perfect (laughs) awesome thank you so much we appreciate you being here if you are somebody who is child free and you want to be on the podcast you can reach us at claiming zero on instagram or at claiming zero podcast at gmail.com or if you know somebody who's child free uh nominate them i guess send them to us slide into our dms you know all those things and as always thank you for listening and hopefully we'll catch you all next week yes thank you michaela for being with us and we'll talk to y'all next week bye-bye bye